Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Never mind logical thought or common sense. You brave into the world every day to show that women too have a cock and balls. Hey lady, how's it hanging? Who needs a vagina? when you can still walk around with the impression of a ball-peen hammer in your yoga pants and still be considered a woman. I think I see a dick print. Yet you go out and fight every day for your cause. Because deep down as a man, you know the first thing you have to do each day is fight as a woman. So crack open a cold Bud Light, Mr. Ally of the Alphabet. You have changed the meaning of the word camel toe forever. Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, April 16th, 2023 in Whitney. It was a matter of time before I was going to play her. You know, the funny thing is, I didn't even want to play this song. It's a great song. Don't don't get me wrong. But I wanted to play, I want to dance with somebody. But for some reason, there's certain songs, the way that they're produced or whatever the case may be, when I play them on this interface, it will, like, take a certain instrument away. Like, I don't know if you heard when I did Hazy Shade of Winter the other week by the Bangles. There was, like, a guitar lick that was kind of faint over the other one. I don't know why this interface does that, but it took away, like, a key ingredient for I want to dance with somebody. So, there's that. (laughs) I got to tell you, though, if I had to pick, like, you know, the three main ones are at least mine see because here's the thing i mean i had an older sister growing up so i was hearing her music all the time i was hearing like debbie gibson and tiffany you know along with all these too and if i had to pick man if you if you made me pick between madonna whitney houston and janet jackson we're gonna fucking be here for a while because i really don't know in fact this is pretty funny my last office day there's a um there's this girl, this this younger girl. She's probably like, I don't know, 25. She's such a great kid. And <laughs> so me, her, and Devin talk all the time. And I don't know how it came up, but we were talking about, I, somehow Janet Jackson came up. And this young girl, was, and she's a black girl. And she was like, oh, Janet Jackson, she's so overrated. You know, she's like, she's so overrated. And, you know, it's like her brother's so much better. And I went, well, hey, you know, you guys know how I feel about this. I'm like, I think Janet gives Michael a run for his fucking money. And in fact, a, a few days ago, after we had this conversation, I'll tell you in a minute, I looked up like them hit, hit by hit. And they're pretty neck and neck as far as like the number of hits that they had. Janet was fucking a heavyweight, you know, but anyway, <laughs> I forget what it was. I was like, I'm like every, I was like everybody from my era all you have to do is say like you know a certain phrase 
and they're going to know exactly what you're talking about. She's like, what are you talking about? She's like, I'm going to call my mom right now. I said, call your mom. <laughs> call your mom. Let's get a black mother on the phone. You know, because she's basically saying, like, Janet Jackson's unknown. I'm like, yeah, you don't even do that. So I said to ask, I'm like, ask your mother, okay, what you would, res- how she would respond if you said, my first name ain't baby, it's Janet. And I made her put her mother on FaceTime. And she goes, what would you say? And she said, Kristen, what was it? I'm like, what, what would you say if, you know, if if, <laughs> someone, if you heard, no, my first name ain't baby, it's Janet. What would you say? She's like, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. I was like, God, God, I fucking told you, right? So then I go over to Devin and Devin's FaceTiming currently with his mother. And like, I, I love Devin's mom. Like, he'll put, he'll put me on Facebook. We'll FaceTime with her all the time. So I, I I take the I take the girl over to his desk and he's talking to his mom. I'm like, perfect. I'm like, this is great. I'm getting two black mothers right here, right now. And I said to his mom, I'm like, Mom, what, what how do you answer this? My first name ain't baby. And she goes, It's Janet. Miss Jackson, if you name I'm like, God, God motherfucker. <laughs> no, my first name ain't baby. It's Janet. Miss Jackson, if you nasty. <sighs> Man. But good to be back with you guys this week. And just a quick program update here because, as you guys know, you heard in the for the first commercial slot that I normally do, I did my Bud Light Real Men of Genius commercial, which, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, you know, after I, after I finally mastered that little bit down and I listened back to it, I'm like, people are going to reach out about this. I, I can just tell. And, oh, boy, did you. There's so many, so many people were just like, dude, that's the funniest thing you've ever done on this show. And I, and it, it was so much fun to make. And I was saying last week, I was like, you know, Bud Light really needs to bring that back. But now with the direction they're headed, you can't even say anything with the word men in it. So I'm going to bring it back. I've made my decision. Here's what I'm going to do. All right. I, I've, I finally come to the conclusion, like each year I'll do a, a new set of two commercials that I could play in the intro and then coming in out of the break. And I know for you guys every single week, it's a, you know, it's the same thing over and over. So what I want to do now, just give me a little while to build a stable here, but I do, I'm going to do a handful. I'm going to do, you know, five, six, however many I can come up with of the real men of genius commercials. And that is going to be your new first commercial coming into the episode every week. So, so each now they're going to be on repeat. If I do five or six of them and rotate them in, at least got a little bit of, you know, a little variety going on here on the C-Rod podcast. What do I have for you guys today? And it is good to be back with you guys. As always, might as well start with a little bit of the Rodriguez Law. Oh, yeah, it happens every single day. Some stories connect our podcast material worthy and some are just not. Now, in the giant, I had to get a, you know, I had to get an array of items, that, you know, as I go in there, right? So... I'm walking around, and it got to a point where I had to go get a case of water. Now, you know, like, it's like it's like Biden's America. You know, you turn the corner, you look in the water aisle, there's no fucking water on the shelf. What you do see is the remnants of all the water that people don't want. You want to find out, like, what the worst water brand is? Whenever the shelves are empty, the brands that are left, that those are the, those are the brands that are shit, <laughs> right? And it's well documented on this show how I feel about that, meaning... You know, I say water's water, meaning it is. I mean, water is water, but I get it. It's filtered different. Some have just like different little hints and tastes and shit like that, even though water tastes like nothing. But you get what I'm saying. Like some will have like a plastic finish. You know, some just taste shitty. 
So what I want you to do, now I know some people have multiple brands of water that they'll go to, which I do too. You know, I'll do Smart Water Poland Spring Deer Park. You know, the occasional Fiji when I'm feeling bougie, you know. But those are my go-tos. And really when I buy water for the house, I usually just buy, a, you know, a case of 16-ounce Deer Parks, you know, and have those. So now I'm walking down the thing. And then here's the thing. It's like, if you thought of your favorite brand, think of one of your favorite brands of water that you drink. Okay, you got it in your head? Anybody anybody land on Dasani? No, you didn't. <laughs> it's a Coca-Cola product. And it's it's just not real water. I don't know what it is. You know, the only thing the only what, what I do know is is every time somebody opens up a water bottle and I hear Psst, I ain't drinking that fucking water. <laughs> that's that's just not happening. All right. What's the other one that probably didn't pop in anybody's head? The Pepsi version of Dasani, which is Aquafina. Again, I don't even think that's real water, and that goes when you open it too. So, of course, when I walked down the aisle, those were the only brands left. Now, I will say there was Deer Park and there was like shit like that, but it was like different variations of a bottle that like, let's just be honest, who the fuck is buying them? Who buys the water bottle with the little squirt tip outside of a guy running a fucking marathon? Does anybody really use that little squirt tip fucking thing? I don't. Or how about the little, little four ounce, you know, the little four ounce fucking bottle that you would get like in an Uber, you know, like, no, thanks. I don't want an egg full of fucking water. I, I need 16 ounces a serving. Thank you very much. So I'm like, what do I do? Do I get a six pack of like, you know, six uh, liter, but what do I do here? Right. And I don't know why I thought this, but I, it got to a point where I thought <clears throat> Rodriguez law is going to kick in. And I honestly, in this particular instance, I believe I, I was, I've been set up. I look up into the top. You ever see the movie Click with Adam Sandler? And like, every, like you know, it's like he <laughs> he goes to find it. Like he just looks on the top shelf and it's just sitting there. I looked up. I don't know why I did. I looked up at the top shelf and on, on top of the top shelf, okay, was a, a case of Deer Park standalone by itself, 16 ounce bottles, exactly what I needed and nothing else was around it. It was just one. It was like, it was just sitting there for me to take, you know? So I looked up at it, and, and it, it looked weird. It just it didn't look like your regular case of Deer Park water. It did, but you'll understand what I'm saying in a second. All right. So it's to the point, like, if I wasn't 6'1", I, I would have had to climb the shelf to get this fucking thing. It was on the top of the top of the fucking shelf, okay? You know, so I drag it down, I get on the thing. I'm like, this is, this is weird. As I pulled it down, I put it in the cart. Well, it turned out they got two 12-packs, right? Two 12-packs of Deer Park. And they put them together, and they shrunk wrap it, and then they wrap that again, right? And I look on the top of the packaging, and there's like a barcode. It says 2 times 12 16-ounce Deer Park water, and there's a barcode next to it. So they made their own little barcode for it and everything. I'm like, That's, why, why didn't you just sell it as two 12-packs to begin with? Why did you even do this? It's, it just looks like it's like, it's like uh, Deer Park from Wish. Right, so that was the last item that I had to get, and now now I'm going to get ring out, and and, and here's here's you know, here's what I think I'm being set up. Now, thankfully, there wasn't a whole lot of people in the store because you guys know me. I'll go right to the self checkout because I'm not the guy that's going to bring 72 items to a self checkout like a dickhead. You know, you always got the people who don't know what the fuck they're doing at that goddamn thing. All right, there's always a guy sitting there with like some artichokes going. <laughs> You know, but I know I know what I'm doing. You know, I've I've done enough 
you know, run throughs on these self checkouts that I, I'm doing things one step ahead of the next thing. So like, as I'm ringing myself out, when I ring up the last item, as I'm fucking with the screen, I got my left hand in my pocket, pulling my wallet out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready to move. So my grocery store is open 24 hours a day. You know what I did? I went in at 3 a.m. Nobody there. I did a self-training on this machine. I got all the different screens down. I memorized some of my favorite items. 4162, bananas. I know this stuff. So on a Saturday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, when it's packed, I'm cooking. I'm helping out other people. Because, again, I, I never want to be the problem. I don't want to be the guy that I look at and go like, this fucking guy. I don't want to be that guy. So I'll do anything I can to avoid it. So I've, I've, I've properly trained myself on these self-checkout machines. So I go up to the thing, right? Bring up all my items. Now, the way the self-checkout works, if, if anybody doesn't know this by now in the last 20 years, you know, it's all by weight to make sure that you're not, you know, being a thief. So it's like ring it up and then put it like where the bagged area is. Now they got two bag racks and, and usually never enough room for the shit that you got. I never knew what, if you're going to make it a scale based fucking system, make the goddamn things a little bit bigger. No. So anyway, so I ring up my shit. I put it all, you know, I put it all on the, you know, on the scale. And then, you know, for cases of water, what they do is that you scan it and then they'll say like to prevent damage, just put it right back in the cart. So I pick this case up out of the goddamn thing, and I go to the to the real bar, you know, for the two 12-packs, and I go to ring that up, and the thing went, oops, sorry, I don't know what the fuck you just did. I'm like, ah, great, here we go. All right. So I pick it up, and I go scan it again. It says, oh, sorry, I don't know what the fuck you just did. And, and, then, and then the whole fucking screen comes up, like, oh, here comes some help. Help is on the way, dear! This is not my... Help is on the way! And me just being a, you know, an avid shopper of target for so many years i am well aware now this isn't just one location okay i can confidently say that in every single target okay i think that they have some sort of a hiring system where if, if you have an iq over 75 we don't we don't want you like they they, they just get the stupidest people in the world or <clears throat> retirees or whatever the fuck so when it says help you know help is coming i look down i see this fucking butte coming at me she was probably i don't know she was probably five foot tall the old, you know, dyed red hair woman. And she and she looked like she was nervous. Like, she didn't even know what the fuck to do. She's like, what's going on? What's happening? I'm like, I don't know. I, there's some random packaging here. I got two 12-packs, but you guys wrapped it up into a case, and it's got its own barcode code. And I went to go scan it and saying, like, yeah, yeah fuck that. And she goes, oh, I never thought of that before. I'm like, oh, here you go. Like, what are you even standing there for? If you don't have an answer for a question, why are you the one that they say, like, you're the cavalry? You're the one that's going to come help me? Because I've never seen that before. It's very strange. I don't know what to do. Let me go get my manager. Okay. Oh, yeah, go get your fucking manager, okay? Now I'm the problem. Now, thankfully, again, there's about, like, four self-checkout lanes open. You know, so I'm not I'm not being a problem, but at the same time, I'm now I'm having a problem with you now the manager comes over and she's she, she's looking like she's walking like i'm gonna take care of business <laughs> and she walks over you know i guess maybe when she went over together she didn't inform her for like what the problem was she's like oh she can't come help me i don't know what i'm doing and the fucking lady comes over she goes like, what's going on i'm like yeah you see that thing right there this fucking this water 
I'm like, it made its own barcode. It was double wrapped. I don't know why. This is weird. But I, can I just, I mean, I need to ring this out. Can we go? Can we get this going? Right. So what does she do? Like, can you ever have it when you have something wrong, right? And it's like you're working it out with an employee and the employee doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. So they go out and they get somebody else and then they come back and do the same exact fucking thing that you already did. Why? So lo and behold, she goes right to the car. Like, What's going on here? I'm like, all right, this, you know, I told her. So she she walks in, she manhandles this fucking case of water, picks it up, and goes to ring it out. I'm like, this is why we're here in the first place. I was hoping you were going to get us to the finish line on this. I know a, a foreign bar- barcode is probably the worst part of your day. So, I mean, I, you know, I understand. I get it. So she goes to the one, you know, the stupid one. <clears throat> She's like, did you use the hand scanner? See if it, you know, if it worked on a hand scanner? Because, you know, sometimes it picks up more stuff than the actual self-checkout does. And she goes, oh, okay, I'll go on and get the thing. All right. <clears throat> she comes over, goes over, gets the, 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 the hand scanner, comes back, tries to scan. She's like, oh, it's not charged. I guess it died. I'm like, so what's the solution here? How, how can I purchase this water without staying here to the, to the point where I need to pack a lunch? And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I guess you just can't buy it that way. We're going to have to open it up and break it. So why, why the fuck did you package it that way to begin with then? And make its own personal bar- barcode that, that just uh, didn't end up working anyway. I'm like, this has to be a setup. It's got to be a fucking setup. So the, so the, so the manager's like, listen, I got to go help this lady. She's talking to the other employee. And she's like, just try to see if you can find any other barcodes. And then also see if, you know, you can maybe just charge that for a second and you might get some juice out of it. I don't know. I got to go help this person. I'm like, what the fuck? At this point, I was like, I'll just leave everything here and I'll I'll, I'll leave. You know, what am I going to do? Sit there until the manager comes back and here, oh, I, I guess if I push this button, I can win. Oh, man. So it, no sooner than the lady leaves, this guy comes up and he's, he, he takes the self-checkout lane thing next to me. And I, I'm like, oh, here we go. You want to know why? Because the guy was on his fucking phone. You guys know how I feel about phones in public, and you also know how I feel about people. Remember that guy I told you about the CVS, the kid with the silver hair with his pants around his ankles? Ringing yourself out while you're on the phone. You have one hand. You have one hand, and you have about an eighth of your brain because you're engulfed in that conversation. We've talked about this before. So, I mean, you know, the conversation's that dire. I get it. The guy's in there ringing himself up. Now, I'm just, I'm annoyed at the, I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then I got this dick, dickhead next to me while I'm waiting for the real person who actually has half a brain to know what the goddamn do. So she finally comes back. She's like, did you figure it out yet? I'm like, yeah, I, I just felt like hanging out. I, was, I, I decided that I was going to open the water and just drink it here. Here's your sign. So now she starts talking to the, you know, to the other employee. So what happened? Like, what did you try? And she's like, oh, I, I was looking around for a barcode, but I couldn't find it. I tried to charge the hand, but... <laughs> so the lady, all of a sudden, she fuck, she's like, did you like, did you move it around? Did you flip it around? And she, she's in this freaking cart, like throwing this thing around like it's a, <laughs> like it's a rag doll. So she flips it completely upside down and just finds this random barcode somewhere. And she goes, here, here it is. And she was like, you're not going to be able, even if the hand scanner's charged, you're not going to be able to scan it because it's two sheets of plastic. It's not going to pick it up. She's like, go to the screen. I'm going to tell you what the number is. Okay, I'll go over to the screen. She tells her the number. She picks it, you know, punches it in. And she's like, well, I got to do it twice because there's two 12 pounds. Oh, okay, I'll do it twice. So she does that. 
right? And I'm finally, I'm, I'm finally done. Now, as I'm walking out, I, I, I hear now the guy, the, you know, the guy, his fucking hand goes up. Oh, I'm sorry, I think, I think I hit the wrong thing. You think so, dipshit? You're not paying attention, ringing yourself out while you're in the fucking phone. I swear to God, I, I really did. I, <laughs> I really did think I was, I was, I was being set up on that one, you know. But then again, I'm not because it's just it's it's Rodriguez law. But I <laughs> wanted to share this real quick because I was getting my hair cut yesterday. Now <clears throat> I don't know if I told you this or not, but my stylist moved. She ended up getting her own little little joint. It was actually cool. She's got like it's it's. I, I, I'm sorry if I did tell you this. I'm sorry, but she got this little joint in Warrington where it's a it's a studio full of salons, like little mini little salons. So she got like a partner. Now she's like on her own. I'm like good for her because she's she's very good at what she does. She's got a huge book. She works her ass off, and she's she's fucking funny as shit, man. Like every every time I go like to to get a haircut by her, like we laugh our fucking asses off. But now now it's a little bit different because like we talk about shit that like I don't know other people might take offense to. You know the shit that we say. We talk like sailors, you know, and mainly we just talk about like shows and movies and shit like that. But there, she's got like that. She's got that demeanor and delivery of like Aubrey Plaza. Where she's just very like like her 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 delivery is like you can't tell if she's being serious or not like or if she's being mean, you know. It's just, it's just funny. Anyway, we're sitting there. I was sitting there today, and we were talking about. Um, she was supposed to hang out with her partner. She's like, yeah. Well, she's like, last night I went to bed at seven o'clock. She's like, and I woke up at two fifteen, and I've been up ever since. And she's like, I was supposed to go over her house last night at seven o'clock, but I started drinking at three o'clock you know and i i just passed out she's like i've been she's like i've actually been getting into into beer lately and she's like that's not normally me and she's like i'm not even she's like i'm just talking about like you know ipas and things like that i'm like really you know so she starts talking about like oh yeah i got you i just like i just look for the highest abv you know and she's like i drank three of these things and you know and i'm, I'm just hanging out and like and my 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 husband was like how many drinks did you have and she's like three and he's like that's a lot she's like no the fuck it's not and i was like well what beer was it because i'm very good at knowing abvs of like popular beers and she's like i don't know she's like it just looked like some kind of tie-dye can i'm like yeah they all do you know and i'm like what was it a double ipa like what was the uh, what was the abv i'm like eight nine she was like 14 <laughs> like 14 <laughs> So we're sitting there talking and she's like, yeah, you know, but I like to have like certain, she's like, the reason why I, dr- I drink these things is so I can like, you know, have some and, you know, drive home <laughs> as opposed to having wine. Anyway, I got off topic. So we're sitting there and and she's sitting there cutting my hair and I'm, you know, and I get along with her partner too. We we're just, it was a laugh-a-thon. We're just sitting there and she's like, and she's like, do you want a beer by the way? Hell yes. I'm like, yeah, I, I would love a beer right now. I'm like, we're doing beer here now? Is it, we're done. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and she, you know, she gave me. I, I crushed a couple uh, brotherly loves by victory. Yeah, so that's going to be the new thing. I was like, this is great. I'm like, this is great now that it's just you and her. You know, we don't have to worry about anybody. Like, we could just sit here and drink. <laughs> it's awesome, though. She's awesome. It's just, it's, it, it's a good time. It's, and it's going to be an even better time now. I might start bringing weed. <laughs> you never know what the hell is going to happen. But I am up against a break here. A little bit past time, not too much. And, oh, you know what? Before I even do get into that, I, 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 <laughs> I, did want, I didn't want to say this before I got out. Anybody see this? What happened the other day with the Dalai Lama? 
He got himself into a little bit of a pickle there, the, the, the old Dolly. <laughs> what is it with men in their 80s and power and children? That's all I'm going to say, okay? <laughs> you know, you, you got Joe Biden. Gotta say hi to me. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. You know, smelling smelling six-year-old girls' hair and fondling them in public right in front of their parents on numerous occasions, okay? Like, like it's like, I don't even give a fuck anymore. Like, what are they going to do? I'm 82, right? And the Dalai Lama, who's 87, all right? Now, this this eight-year-old boy walked up to him. Now, this is on camera, okay? So it's not like you can't say it didn't happen. And the kid, the kid's on camera. He goes up to the Dalai Lama, and he, he wanted a hug. I don't know why, you know, but kids are kids. It is what it is. So he goes to hug the Dalai Lama, and the Dalai Lama puts his face in the kid's face, and he, he sticks his tongue out and tells him to suck his tongue. What? He's at 87 years old. Could you imagine the breath on that guy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's probably like garlic, curry, ass, foot, and sewage. <laughs> All wrapped into one. You know, and the funnier part about it was the kid was like, nah, and never mind. I'm good. <laughs> like he goes to give the Dalai Lama a fucking hug. He wants it to suck on his tongue. The kid's like, you know what? On second thought, you, you can keep that. You know how you have to feel as the Dalai Lama? It's like, yes, I am the Dalai Lama. Suck my tongue. The kid's like, nah, nah I'm good. There, Dolly. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> but now I'm really up against a break here. And, you know, in perfect timing, because guess who's right around the corner? Mr. Fucking Softy. I can hear him through my headphones. I know you can't, but if he's, I know what he's going to do. This is the first day I've seen him back. And I know I'm probably about four minutes away from him parking right the fuck in front of my goddamn place and playing the song for 47 minutes. That's fucked up. Get off my lawn. I do have a follow-up based on that Bud Light commercial, as you guys may have guessed, because uh, some some things that I predicted happened a lot faster than they actually did. <laughs> Whew. Make sure you keep it locked right here on the C-Rod Podcast. Back in a flash. Hey guys, Christian here, and I'm about to hit you with a threefer for this one, alright? I'm going to ask you three questions. One, do you love craft beer? Two, do you love great barbecue? And three, do you love live music? Then man, do I have the spot for you. Crooked Eye Brewery, right in the heart of Hatboro, run by my friend Matt's family, the Mulherons, they're a great family, okay? And you guys know, I'm an IPA guy, I love craft beer. And when I tell you their flagship IPA, the Crooked Eye IPA, is delicious, I mean it. And they have all kinds of other beers too. Blondales, Hazy Ales, Session IPAs, Stouts, Porters, all that stuff. They got it and they brew it right in-house. And it is delicious. They have live music almost every single night of the week. They have a house band, the Crooked Eye house band. And then the main event. On Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, my buddy Matt, Salty Vets Barbecue, serves their food right out of the brewery and i've had him on this show before as you guys know we went a little behind the scenes it's all how he did things and i'm telling you right now 
people always say, oh, there's no good barbecue around here. There's no good barbecue around here. Yeah, well, now there is, right in the heart of Montgomery County, right off of York Road in Hatboro, right next to Silvio's Deli, Crooked Eye Brewery, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can get their delicious barbecue, unbelievable ribs, unbelievable pulled chicken, great sides, pulled pork, the whole nine, and he's always adding menu items to his menu. This is a great family. This is a great brewery with great beer, great live music, and great food. Check out Crooked Eye Brewery in Hatboro. Tell my center. Alright, welcome back to the C-Rod Podcast. Coming in with some Elton John. You know, it was like... It was almost like Magic Johnson Larry Bird was like Elton John, Billy Joel. And I gotta be honest, if I had to pick between Billy Joel and Elton John, I, I, I would take Billy Joel. Because, for a couple reasons. You know, Billy Joel, he was he's one of very few artists that, like, when, when he is doing a song... He's telling a story. And when he tells that story, he can actually paint you a picture. Like there's like every Billy Joel song that I've ever heard, I can put myself in the situation and like see my like he can he can paint a picture and he does it very well. And the other thing is is that Elton John doesn't write his songs. I mean, he writes the music, but Bernie Taupin writes the lyrics. So kind of just loses its zip that way too. But, you know, this this I'm still standing. It's a good song, right? But you know what, <laughs> Elton John? How are you still standing after all the penises you've blown? <laughs> oh man! Real quick, when I was mixing and mastering that first twenty minutes or twenty-five minutes, whatever it was, I noticed when I was telling the story about the giant a couple times, I said Target and not Giant Sumi. All right, it made a little mistake there. Now, I know before I get started, I know I sound like a broken record saying this, but I, I have to believe that at least some of you were affected by this yesterday. And I, <laughs> I don't know why I keep deferring to this thing because it's always fucking wrong. It's goddamn weather. All right. In the beginning of the week, every single day, all week, it said it was going to rain from morning until night on, on Saturday, yesterday. Every day I check the app, all day, all day, all day, right? So now, you know, it's Saturday. I'm, I, I was leaving to go get my hair cut, and I checked the weather forecast. Now, my appointment was at, I want to say 12.30, and I'm looking, and now all of a sudden the rain is not starting till 3 o'clock. <laughs> I'm like, here we go with the bullshit, right? So then I, I'm, I'm riding around doing things that I, you know, going to the haircut, you know, running errands and shit like that. I get home. It's 3 o'clock, no rain. I checked the app, and now it's like, oh, it's going to rain from 4 to 9 now, right? And then 4 o'clock, no rain came. 5 o'clock, oh, it's going to rain 5 to 9 now. Uh, 5 o'clock came. And when I checked it at 5 o'clock, it said 5 five and 6 o'clock rain. Nothing else. 30% chance at 5, 70% chance at 6, and now all the other rain that was supposed to be here goes away. And then, of course, that time passed, and not one drop of rain fell. For, so, so what I'm trying to say, again... You know, say you're say you're a family. You're trying to make a plan. It's gonna be nice to be 75 on Saturday. Let's make some plans. You know, and you make the plans, and it rains. And then and then you know, t- days like yesterday, nobody makes any plans. It's not supposed to rain all day on Saturday, and it didn't rain a drop. 
How do we keep letting... <laughs> and here's the thing. The app that I use is Google. You know, for as powerful as Google is, and for as much as they can you know, surveil you and stalk, and stalk you and fucking see all the shit that you're doing, all the services they provide aren't as good as people think they are. The Google Weather app is clearly ass. Google Maps is terrible. They never put you in the right place. In fact, I'm going to tell, I'll, I'll tell you a little story. Last Sunday, <laughs> after I finished the podcast, now I will say this. I Last week, I don't know why, but I procrastinated. I just procrastinated starting it. I did 20 minutes on Saturday, whatever, however many minutes the first segment was before the break, and then I did two segments. So, I, you know, when I do that, I, I, I get a little more lazy on Sunday, like getting started. You know, because I'm like, all right, I got some breathing room here. So, but I waited way too fucking late. So I finish up, I publish it. Now it's like 7.30, almost 8 o'clock. And I didn't get dinner yet. And I'm fucking hangry at this point, right? And then I realized it just dawned on me. I don't know why, but like I needed to go to the state store. I, was, I, I had no scotch. So this is an emergency. So I'm like, well, that's dead. You know, it's, it's, it's 7.30, 7.45. I'm like, there's not a state store that's open. It's just, that's just a fact. You know, I'm like, all right, I'll go, I'll go get beer somewhere, right? So I'm like looking up. Now, I know the major beer distributors at that time on Sunday, they're closed. So I had to take to Google to find, you know, where I can get some beer, right? And I look at this place and it says Norris Beer Co. Not Norris Town, just Norris Beer Co. And it says one mile Main Street. I'm like, one mile? Why on Main Street? I'm like, I've been here two and a half years and I, and I drink. <laughs> I'm like, I know all the watering hole spots. How did I not know? Now, this is, they're saying on the map, it's like right at the intersection from hell and i i'm like i call bullshit on this because i pass by there every fucking day i've never seen this place ever so i'm like all right i gotta go get dinner i gotta go i gotta go get beer so like i'm like i punch it into the google maps and, you know i know where it is but you know you gotta say i gotta see where this comes in right now if you guys remember me telling you i was the one time like right before they were done the road work at the intersection from hell, there was a detour. Like they closed it down for an entire Sunday. And I was going to get Chinese food, if you guys remember. They took me down this shady-ass fucking road right before the intersection from hell that took me beneath an underpass. I'm seeing all kind of weirdos and winos and, you know, Frank Stallone popped out singing, you know, with wine with a, in a 55-gallon drum with fire. Take it back. do 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 Take it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And we had to wait there for like an hour because the whole town had to go through there. Well, it took me down that street, and I was the only one on there because obviously that intersection is now open. So I'm, I'm driving down that street. I'm like, where the fuck is this taking? I'm, like, I'm not even on Main Street anymore. I'm like, what the fucking thought? Right? Now, when you go down this road, as you keep going, it, it goes behind like the train tracks. It's, you start to get into like no man's land. Where this fucking thing took me, you, you could have whacked me and left me there and my, my body wouldn't have been discovered for two years. I'm like, what the fuck? Now, so I'm driving, driving, and it's taking me down like this crazy, like narrow, dark, fucked up alley. And I'm going down this thing, right? And we get to the end and there's like a, it's like a heavily surveilled, gated, like storage unit with signs all over the place. Like you should not fucking be here. So great, now I, I immediately have five stars like you do in Grand Theft Auto. I'm waiting for helicopters to come. <laughs> yeah. 
waiting for CJ from San Andreas to come save me. You know, I'm like, Jesus Christ. So now I'm, I'm pissed because I'm hangry. It's getting later. I got, you know, so I'm like, all right, okay. I'm going to drive away and I'm going to go back on the main street and I'm going to turn that GPS back on and I'm, I'm going to just drive and it's going to correct itself like and just fucking correct itself and then take me to the right place. Maybe it fucked up. Google Maps has been known to do that. So I did it and it corrected itself and took me right back to the same fucking place. Now, now I'm, I'm furious. So I'm looking for a backup plan. But when I did that, I'm like, let me just see if they have like a picture of the storefront so I can like maybe like recognize the sign or like where it is in the street, like whatever. So I look at it. And I'm like, I'm like, this is Norristown beer. This is, this is on Conshohocken state road, like two miles up, the, up down the road. So I'm like, you know what? Like, and you know, I, I do remember like when I Googled it, it said like they were open till two in the morning and it said Easter may affect these hours. So I'm like, I should have called before I went. So I'm like, you know what? I'm like, before I drive down the Conshohocken state road, let me do what I should have done and call them and find out if they're open. So I, you know, I, I call, I call up, All right? The lady answers, not be happy. I'm like, what time, what time you, uh, what time you open till? I talk. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I hangs up. I'm like, okay. So I drive down there. I get on Conchock and state road. I'm looking, looking, looking. I, I don't, I never really went there before. I was basically just like kind of looking where it came in. I know I've seen the sign. So I get there, I get the sign, and then I see Norristown Beer Company, and it's like a big warehouse-type distributor, and all the overhead doors are closed, no lights are on, no nothing. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I just called you. Like, can you imagine a mind fuck on that? So at this point, I'm like, I'm out. I'm out on this. I'm like, let me see where I can get takeout. You know, there's got to be a bar open somewhere. You know, now it's getting to be like 9 o'clock. I still haven't fucking eaten. I still I, I still got to pick up food. I'm, I'm uh so now I, I just Googled beer near me. Where is the beer? Right. And the first result said Airy Tavern. Now Airy, Airy Street is a block north of Main Street, which is not far from my house at all. However, when I, when I went to look at this place two and a half years ago, when I came to check out the apartment, the GPS took me all the way up Airy Street, which I never took again for two reasons. One it's not one of those streets where it's like it's it's a one-way street with two lanes but it's it's one of those places that you know it's not like every block it's like stop sign stop sign stop sign light it's like every block is light 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 and that was the first thing now the second thing which thing are you talking about the first thing or the second thing what second thing i only know one thing hey how can we bring up the first thing if we're not going to talk about the second thing? Did you talk to the guy? Was that it? if you blindfolded somebody and drove them to Airy Street in Norristown and you took the blindfold off, that person would think they were in North Philly. Just for all the riffraff and how run down it is and what the houses look like, it is just a replica of North Philly. And I remember as I was driving down that road going to look at the apartment, I'm like, eh, I don't know about this fucking area, <laughs> you know? But my place is far enough away from that riffraff, but, you know, it still bleeds into this fucking intersection that we've talked about numerous times on the show. But I remember I'm driving down the road and I get to the corner and I see this dinky little thing. It was like a dinky little corner bar. It said Airy Tavern, right? I was like, oh, I could picture myself moving here and going there and getting a beer after work. <laughs> you know? It was just a rundown shithole. 
you know? So as I'm sitting there frustrated, trying to find beer near me, Airy Tavern pops up. And so it turned out it was, I was meant to go there anyway. All right. So I drive there and wait till you hear this butte. <laughs> I parked maybe. The parking was terrible. I, I probably parked about 300 yards down, down the road, you know? And I'm walking up. I'm, I'm ready for anything. You know, I'm ready for someone to come up and try and shank me, you know? So I go to walk into this fucking joint, okay? Now, you got to go up like two steep steps and then you open the door. And it's, it's basically like a house. It's like a corner house that they transformed into a bar. You ever see one of those? Just take a, take a ride down, you know, uh, any street in Mayfair. You'll, you'll find 50 of them. When I opened the door and I stepped into this fucking place, the, it, it was like the record stopped. It was like, <laughs> I was the only white guy in there. And it it, 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 it just stopped. It just fucking stopped. Everybody looked at me like, you lost? <laughs> right? So I look into the thing and I'm greeted. As soon as I walk in, I was greeted with that. But I was also greeted with a, a combination of smells. Blunt guts weed and frat house they ever go into like a dorm or a frat house like while or after they have a party and it just it it smells like stale spilled beer with like a side of sour milk and and just other disgusting (laughs) reasons that's that was the, the combination of smells i was greeted with now these their their cases were all the way in the back like they're like the the you know the we call them soda cases like that you would put beer in you know there's a bunch of six packs and i walk back i'm I'm like fighting through these people and i'm like they're they are gonna have like the shittiest selection like it's not gonna be beer that i would typically buy but i am in a beggars can't be choosers situation so i walk over there right so i look in and it turned out they had dirt wolf by victory which is a double ipa i'm like perfect i grabbed that it was on the top shelf so i go up on the top shelf i grab it should have thought about the deer park thing at this point i'll tell you about about that in a minute so now i walk over to get wrong out and behind the bar what <laughs> behind the bar was I, I i don't know i forget i'll have to look it up but what's the cutoff for a midget is it like four or five somewhere like what what qualifies you as a midget this woman like could barely see over the bar it was adorable <laughs> and she was probably the owner you know and right next to her was her husband, who was maybe two or three inches taller than her. It was fucking standard. So I, I put the thing on the counter. I'm like, hey, you know, and she goes, forty dollar. Right. So I go and I give her my, I go and give her my my card, and she goes, no card, we got ATM. <laughs> and then I got to that. I'm like, what's with that? They, people who do that shit, you know, like. Like you, you're the merchant, okay? You're the one that's to incur the cost. The cost of the customer is the price for your goods and taxes that's it when you do that cash only shit and you got an atm in there not only is it going to fuck up the flow of your line but you're making the customer pay the the ridiculous two or three dollar fee just to get the money out that's bush league shit that's bush league entrepreneur real chip <laughs> all right okay that's a fucking thing all right so i, I go I, I you know i use the atm go to give her the money and i'm like hey i'm like you got you sell ice it goes goes to the the, the husband the husband goes you know walking back i'm thinking he's gonna go get me you know like a bag of ice oh he was but not what i was thinking 
Did you ever notice? I know this is this is universal, man. There's got to be a black market for this shit that I just don't know about. Did you ever? When you go into like a store that is owned by like an Asian or like a you know a Middle Eastern person, that Middle Eastern motherfucker too, and they don't they never ever 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 get like the regular standard white plastic bag. They, they never ever have those. They all have the same flimsy half of the size, half the durability black bag that fits half the shit. Have you ever seen this? So when I ask for the bag of ice, Miyagi goes and he goes and grabs, you know, a, a couple black bags off the rack and, and goes and heads in the back. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? I'm like, no, you sell like you sell ice, like you say, yeah, he going to get it right now. I'm like, wait, <laughs> you don't have like prepackaged bags of ice. You're gonna hand me, all right, <laughs> you know. And she didn't charge me for it, which was I'm like, all right, whatever. But when he this guy filled this thing all the way to the fucking top. To the point where, like, you could barely tie it together. Like, that bag was struggling when he was bringing it out, like, to the point where he had to double bag it. But there was no way I was going to be able to grab it by the knot or we would have been swimming in ice. Oh, Jesus Christ. So now I pay her the money. They give me the ice. They give me the, the beer. And I'm walking out the door, right? Now, in my left arm, I'm carrying this bag of ice like it's an infant because I, I had no other way to hold it. So now I'm walking 300, you know, 300 yards down Airy Street with, with a six-pack in one hand, you know, and, 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 you know, an infant in the other. I get in my car, and when I put the bag with the six-pack on the seat and I put the ice on the seat, I noticed that, like, you know, a, a part of the sleeve of the six-pack was hanging out of the bag. There was only four beers in the six-pack. Yeah. Hey, what am I going to do? You know, what are they going to do? They walk back there with four beers and be like, hey, you know, like, how, okay, you left. How do I know you didn't just take those beers and come back with, like, it was, it was a moot point. You know, I, I got I got fucked at that point. You know what I'm saying? But that was a very long way <laughs> of telling you that Google Maps and Google Apps suck. You know what I'm saying? And speaking of that credit card ATM thing, after I got my haircut yesterday, I was only about 15 minutes away from this place. I've been wanting to try because it's one of those cheesesteak places that's like, and I don't follow these pages anymore, but like it, I remember it being, you know, prominent on, on those pages, Stoli Steaks at, at uh, Byberry and Bustleton, just outside of Little Russia. And... So I'm like, yeah, it's only about 15 minutes away from where, you know, I'm like, I'll just go grab one of those. Even though I was going further away from my house, the fuck was I going to do, you know? So I go in there and it was the same thing. They had an ATM and like, they only take cash. I'm like, get the fuck. It was pretty good though. It was above average. It reminded me of a Steve's Prince of Steaks, but it was just chopped ribeye and not, and not flat. It's pretty good. Like I said, it was, it was, it was above average. I wouldn't put it. You know, it's not John's Race Pork, and it's not, you know, Cafe Carmella, you know, not a lot, not, not even Berardi Brothers, you know, it's not that, why, you know. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I've ever said that on this show, but like, I, I really have, I just don't have the time to do it, but I really, <laughs> I really want to go around to these like cheesesteak places and just, and just do a parody on how these people do reviews. <laughs> and do reels of just me being a, a complete dipshit, but like you know I'm being a dipshit. Yeah, yeah, it's got zero. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's got Cooper Sharp cheese. Yeah, yeah. Fried onions. Berardi brothers. Fucking dipshits. Speaking of dicked up accents, this is really common in like the flyover states. But like, now this is gonna this pisses me off way more than it's gonna piss you off because I kind of deal with it on a daily basis. And this this goes for you know like my corporate office is a flyover state too, so they all say the same goddamn thing. Now, when whenever there's some a training or anything like that, and they're talking about like a business or a business vertical, usually roofing is the first thing that comes up. I don't know why. You know, but we do that. We we do like for small and medium sized businesses, we do a lot of contractors. We you know, we do roofers, plumbers, you know, all that. Why like, okay. In Philadelphia we say water, right? And I, I've I've broken that. I, I don't I don't even know when I did break that. It, but I was saying it for a while, but and sometimes I it'll slip out still. You know, and I say water, you know, but like water W O O D E R, right? And you would think you can understand how you can get water from water from water, like it's not that big of a disparity. But did you ever hear the person that's instead of saying roofing, they say roughing? Oh, it's on my rough. A roof, roof, roof. <laughs> you know? No, seriously. Like they'll say they say they say oh I'm a rougher. Ruffer, R-U-F-F-E-R. Learn how to read. God damn it. You know, like <laughs> remember way back when I did that one that one thing with like the all the Philly terms and how they say things, and I there was the one that was on there that just it's like it, you, people don't read it <laughs> when they say chimney instead of a chimney. Like where, where the fuck did the L come from? You know, what I'm oh, yeah, it's in the, it's over there, right by the chimney. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'll tell you, it is time for the get off my lawn segment for the week. So here it is. What the hell is this? Get up! Get up! Get up! Get off my lawn! <clears throat> I I hate to say I told you so. But I fucking told you so. <laughs> yeah. Last week, I said it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, this Dylan Mulvaney is not making any fucking friends. And I I, to- I I, said, did I not say what a colossal mistake it was for Anheuser-Busch? They might not come back from this one. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, okay? But last week, I said, this basically started on like March 31st or April 1st. Like, that's when the announcement was made. And I was like, okay. I was, and I said last week, I'm like, I hope I remind my, like, I can remind myself to set a reminder in the last week of June, or maybe the first week of July once it comes out, to look at like Bud Light's earnings in quarter two versus quarter one. All right? Yeah. Well, it only took 15 days for the, for that to really plummet. Oh my God! Have you seen the backlash? I this is this was very predictable. In 15 days, you want to know how much Bud Light lost in evaluation? <laughs> Six billion dollars. Six billion dollars. I told you you were going to piss some people off. Did I? Not? <laughs> Did I not? 
I've been seeing these demonstrations all week of just Bud Lights being destroyed. <laughs> Fucking Kid Rock bought like four thirty packs, put them up on a picnic table, and just took them all out with an AR fifteen. There were like there were there was like factories. They, they were lining up like these people must have spent like a thousand dollars on beer because they were taking like cement milling machines and just running right over these goddamn things. They're like, dude, we're done. Like we're done with you. Like of all products to go woke. You know, <laughs> bad, bad, bad move. Now, here, here's where I cry bullshit, too. So apparently, so what ended up happening was it was the VP of marketing who was the one who is responsible for this whole fiasco. And she puts out a video, and all you had to do was look at her. You know, she had, she had a pride rainbow hanging on her wall in the back and all this other shit. We just needed to appeal more to, you know, the younger people. And, you know, it's, it just seemed to be like a stale, like dying. Like, no, no, actually, you weren't dying nothing, okay? People were fucking loyal to Budweiser, and they always were going to be. You fucked that all up. Now, here's where I call bullshit, because the CEO came out and made a statement, and he was like, he was like, yeah, well, you know, he's like, we had no idea. You know, we had no idea that this was actually happening. You know, we don't we don't oversee, like, final marketing projects. We leave that to the, you know, the VP, you know, and we leave it to that group. We don't oversee any of that. Now, that would have been okay, but he said, like, you know, we never got into a, you know, into an arena where we wanted to, you know, not include everybody and all this other shit. And I'm like, yeah, whatever the fuck. But he basically said oh we didn't know anything about it well that, that that doesn't do anything because if you if you came out and said you didn't know it, you can play stupid okay that's fine but the the first second that you catch wind of it you take that the fuck down and say like look this was you know like our marketing team does this shit we had no idea as soon as we found out about it we shut it down right away that was the only way you were going to come back from it but six billion dollars in 15 days now i know that's not going to trend that way for the entire quarter but if it did you're losing over 30 billion no, not a good move there. Not a, not a, not a good fucking look. But the thing is, okay, again, it, it, I can't, I, I, I can't look at that thing that, that Dylan Mulvaney without getting just infuriated. And I think I said it last week that women should be too. Like, because like I said, all the, all that, all the women's movement, when women's, everything that you've done is now like thrown out the window because now they just want to come out and just mock you. Now it, it, there's a real, and I, I can't. I forget what the page is, but you can probably find it on YouTube. It's all over the place. Look up Dylan Mulvaney on The Price is Right. He was on The Price is Right two years ago. And in like that closing, in the closing like credits where they play that song, he elaborately danced around. Like it, was the, it was the most, he's a fucking freak show, that dude. Okay. But like the way he just kicks his legs in the air, like everything, everything is a performance with this fucking dead, this kid. And he's, he's just prancing around and frolicking around and making a complete ass out of himself for two straight minutes. And the caption on the, on the reel, and, and this should actually make a t-shirt, okay? Because this is where we got to start defining these people. You still have a dick, okay? So the caption said, and it said, this needs to make a t-shirt. And I was like, well, I'll make a t-shirt. <laughs> and, and you're watching him prance around and do all this other shit. It says, he's not a woman. He's gay. I mean, let's just call it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, you know, here's the thing. Okay. This is why, 
Like there's companies out there because these people make up a very small, small, small percentage of our population, but they got the biggest mouths and they got the biggest platforms. So they actually scare businesses into going woke. Like they'll threaten to destroy them. Like, if, oh yeah, if you don't support us, watch what we do to your reputation. And these companies give into it and every single time they go broke, every time. So I don't know how you're going to dig out of this one, Bud Light or Anheuser-Busch, <laughs> but I hope you're figuring it the fuck out. And the first move is obviously to fire that VP of marketing, but you know, that's, that's not my call to make. That's why I don't make all that money. It's time for That's Fucked Up. On today's episode of How Fucked Up is Fucked Up, That's Fucked Up. Now, this week's That's Fucked Up segment does not come as a surprise to me because I've, not that I've religiously watched the show, but I've I've seen enough episodes of it just, just to be disgusted, but just hoarders, if you've ever watched a show, hoarders. I mean... I get it. Okay. I get it that like some of these people have like, you know, severe mental illnesses and, and, and hoarding in, in some capacity could be, you know, an underlying mental health issue and all that. I, I get that. Okay. Now I get that for, cause there's two different kinds of hoarders. Okay. There are hoarders who are just collectors of items, meaning like they'll go to places and just buy all kinds of shit and bring it home. And then next thing you know, everything starts piling up and piling up and piling up. And then their entire house is full to the point where they only have room to sleep. And then when 1-800-GOT-JUNK comes to like haul everything out, like the person throws a tantrum, like, no, I don't want to get rid of that. No, no, don't take that. And it's like something they're never going to use, but they just had this mental connection to it. Now, there's another kind of hoarder. The other kind of hoarder is just somebody who just doesn't, they just don't give a fuck about anything. Meaning like they'll, you know their whole house they're walking around you know knee high and just garbage you know like food and unfinished food and like there's no trash can there's no nothing it's just it's just like i said knee high just garbage all over the place now there's a few people who can take this one to an even higher level which is just absolutely fucking disgusting i saw an episode probably i don't know it was probably six or seven years ago. Why does the timeline even matter? But it was about a woman, okay? And she she was a hoarder, but she was a trash hoarder. And she had like fucking 30 cats in this fucking place, okay? And the thing was, she she didn't have litter boxes for them. She just let them piss and shit all over the fucking house, which, which is an unbelievably grave health hazard to begin with. But why would you want to walk around, you know, with... with with shit and piss cat shit mind you and piss all over the place now finally you know whoever had the intervention with her it's like you can't live like this or you're gonna fucking die you know there's ammonia in cat pee you know not to mention all the other health hazards and the fact that it's not even in a litter box it's just strewn all over the fucking place because think about it if if you don't clean it up and you take it out it's just going to accumulate you're gonna you're just gonna be knee high and fucking cat shit who lives like that so animal control had to come out there. So animal control comes out like because they had to rescue these cats. A lot of them were diseased. Of course they were. They're fucking swimming in their own feces all day. They found like five or six dead ones. I mean, how the fuck do you live like that? Okay. Now this is the latest one, which I, I, I this just takes it to a whole new level. And I when when I say the latest one, I, I don't mean like it, it came out this season. I think this one's you know 
really old, but I'd never seen it before. And this is just absolutely, absolutely fucking insane. Instead of having cats shit all over your house, you could just shit all over your house. I just have a gander at this one. This house has a septic issue. It's supposed to be drained once every four years. And there's still some space in the toilet, but I don't want it to overflow. So I've been using a bucket. When the bucket is full of pee and poop, it's really hard to lift it. So I just put it in a smaller bucket. And I take it outside and empty it. My neighbors could view it as being odd that I dumped the bucket out in the front yard. No neighbors have said anything to me about it either, though. I watched that thing and I'm like, this cannot fucking be real. It, now, of course, you know, there's no visual to it, but just look it up on YouTube if you want to see it. First of all, the first thing she said, uh, this house has a septic issue. It needs to be drained once every four years. Like, yeah, you got to call the fucking septic. Like, you got to call to have that taken care of. It's not, it's not a fucking civil service where they'll just come out and pump out your fucking shitter. But then she's talking about like, yeah, well, you know, like there's still space in the toilet, but I don't want it to overflow. And they, they film the toilet and there's no way there was so much shit around that. There was no way you can even get to it to sit on it. And, and not only there was like shit stains everywhere like it was like the toilet was covered in the walls were covered in it like it's almost like it was it's been wiped there i i I cannot fucking believe i had so many questions so if you if you if you remember in the clip when she was like yeah well you know once the bucket's full it's too heavy you know to take out and dump and i'm like all right well maybe you shouldn't wait till it's full i I don't know (laughs) you know not that this is my thing, but if it was, I would think I wouldn't want to make it too uh, laborious on myself. So she gets this smaller bucket, like she said, and she's like, and I just like, you know, take a smaller bucket. And I put it in that. She was getting a small pitcher, almost like a measuring cup and just dunking it in, in, in the piss and poop to fucking fill it up and then just dump it right into a fucking thing. No gloves, no freaking mask, no nothing. Just sticking her face and hands and shit and piss. Ah, ah. <laughs> so you know what? What does she do? When, you know when she eats, or what does she do about the smell? Might you ask? All right. Well, check this out. This is your this small blue bucket my mother used mm. before she died. Is that poop all over the bucket? Yeah, it's poop. So, do you wash your hands? Like, you're going to go eat soup in a minute. Are you going to wash your hands before that, or are you just going to worry about it? No, actually, I don't. Okay, now, is this this is not the worst hoard you've ever cleared out. She's eating two feet from all the poop in your end. Do you think I meet the definition of a hoarder? The, the poop, man. you got a ton of poop in this house. What is the main cause of the smell? 
uh, musty musty odor having to do with mold and dust. No. No. Is that is that brand new information to you? To think that the feces and urine has something to do with the smell? I guess so because I thought it was due to the mold and dust. You have to tell me this because I I you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, some people would argue. Now, before I even delve into that one, in that first clip, she was like. She's like, yeah, well, you know, like some neighbors might, they, you know, they might find it odd that, you know, I'm dumping this out on my front lawn. You think? On your front lawn, not 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 your backyard or, you know, whatever the case. You're going right out into the front lawn and just dumping your piss and shit. And, you know, they, they haven't said anything. But yeah, it's, it's, they're more scared of you than you are them situation, obviously. You're going out there and just openly dumping your feces and urine in broad daylight. You obviously give none of the fucks. They're probably just like, I don't even know what to say. What do I, what do I even say? And then the guy's sitting there like, look, she's telling her about the bucket. He's like, he's like, hey, right, right there on that bucket. Is that poop right there? <laughs> like, like, he couldn't believe it. And then, and then you had to see it when he was like, she's sitting two feet from the poop because she was eating this. I swear to God, look it up. She was eating soup. All right, out of out of a bowl, and on the rim of the bowl was, I swear to God, it was lined with shit. And the guy's like, you know, like, do you wash your hands? And she's like, no, yeah, you know. And and then she didn't know that the, <laughs> the whole fucking shitty ass, disgusting stench that was going all over that house. You thought it was because of mold and dust. You didn't think it was due to the eleven hundred pounds of human waste. Yeah, that that, that, that didn't cross your mind. And she's like, oh, you got to tell me these things. And, I, and, and I, I got to say to myself, nobody can be that stupid. No, I mean, yeah, maybe you got a mental illness or whatever the case may be. But like, and what was that whole thing? Like, like the mother bequeathed her poop bucket to her daughter before she died. Did you hear when she said that? She's like, this blue bucket, you know, this was my mother. She used this before she died. Uh, okay. <laughs> now it's like, I'm passing my poop bucket down onto thee. What? <laughs> The fact that people actually go out there into the world, they they live on their own, they're grown-ass people, okay? Now, like, like I said, the collector's not so bad, all right? But the fact that there's people out there that actually will have garbage up to their knees, up to their hips, and go further with cat shit, and they go further with even human shit. Ah! And you don't think there's anything wrong with that? That's fucked up. <laughs> if you do look it up on youtube don't, you know doing it on an empty stomach because you're i, I mean I, vocals and like words do not even describe the visual because it's just oh god my god how do people do it <laughs> speaking of trashy people so i'm in the Hell yes. And this was like two weeks ago. I, I meant to say this. I meant to say this last week, but I guess I must have ran out of time. But first, let me just say that we have all been in this position before, but you just should never be in this position <laughs> at a fucking liquor store, okay? <laughs> I went to the one in King of Prussia, and that one's usually mobbed because it's a premium. 
And, you know, that means there's always going to be 15 people in line. just nothing you can do about it. But I happened to be in there one of them times where just nobody was in there. So I grab, I grab what I needed to get. I go and get in line. And now this guy is at the register in front of me. And he, he, he was, they, they, you could have put him in a time. They pulled him out of 1998. Like he was wearing like a bowling shirt. You know, he had like the, the wallet chain, you know. He had the white trashy facial hair like like Joe Dirt, you know, like it's patterned. <laughs> well, I don't need to shave because it don't grow in right here and right here. Now you're telling me that you were so ingrained with white trash DNA that your facial hair actually grows in on its own, all white trashy like that? He was a beaut, that one. So he goes, he's got a handle of scotch, right? And it wasn't like, it wasn't well vodka and it wasn't like premium. No, it wasn't top shelf. It was premium. It was like a Stoli, you know, it, like in that genre of vodka, right? He's got it up on the thing, and he, and, and and the lady goes, "All right, thirty two eighty four." The guy reached into his pocket and pulled out a fistful of fucking change. And I went like this: this this can't be real. Like <laughs> this can't be real. So he's in his palm and he's putting four quarters together. I want to stay for Okay, there's one. I want to stay for Okay, there's two. I want to. I said, we're really going to do this 33 times? Like, is this really, like, that was the plan. You said, I'm going to go to this busy ass. And they even, no, it wasn't busy. He has to know. He's like, I'm going to go to this busy ass fucking store buy a hand. Like, don't buy, if you don't have cash, don't buy an airport bottle or two. <laughs> you know, buy a fucking whole handle where you got to, you have to pay 30 times. I, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, Christ, you could have got four-fifths of, like, uh, you know, of well shit and, and probably got it for $15 cheaper than the same amount. You thought you you thought you actually had the choice to be to, to be brand loyal? <laughs> you, could, you come into a liquor store and you're buying a handle for $30 or fucking change. You are now limited to bankers or fucking beef eaters. You go down to the bottom, okay? Like... <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm bougie. I got to have my stoli. God forbid I have well shit. But that whole thing could have been avoided as far as like an embarrassing moment. Because if you think about it, you know, that, that could have been avoided. Here's a novel idea. I don't know. Roll up the quarters before you fucking take them into the state store all willy-nilly, like loose in your pocket where you got like, you know, like one side of you is, is completely weighed down. How much does $30 and quarters weigh? Throw them up. And you won't even have to, you know, like three rolls of quarters you can fit in your hand. So you can really make that transaction look a lot less trashy as opposed to hand, like counting each quarter. No, you just take them, you put them on the counter, you slide them over. It almost like it's like a mafia envelope. You know, you just kind of like, hey, slide, nobody sees nothing, you know? No. Or... You <laughs> or you could have gone to like a, a supermarket or like a bank, you know, and, and like you dump it into the machine and it, you know, of course it charges you like, I don't know, however many percent I haven't done that in like a decade, you know, but at least you have cash. He might've been thinking to himself, all right, I just came up with $30 and change. If I take it, they're going to take, you know, 12% and I'm not going to have enough for this goddamn handle. <laughs> Here's the kicker of the whole goddamn thing. All right. 
after he counts out the 33 fucking dollars okay she's <laughs> 16 cents was the change she goes into the register to give him his change he, he hits her with the yeah don't worry about it because <laughs> you're a baller like that obviously you need that 16 cents more than the state of pennsylvania does do you think that any state store is going to be like oh my god we were 16 cents over in our, in our register this is a real problem no you need that money a hell of a lot more <laughs> than the states do and so the guy leaves and i go up i walk up to the thing you know and i just looked at a lady i'm like Did I'm, I'm like my man just paid and change and she's like yep i was like oh my god she's like but at least he had she's <laughs> she actually defended him she's like well at least he had quarters and i know what do you mean and she goes, well, you know, there's guys that come in here and like, the, you know, the same thing. You know, they're counting out $20 in like nickels, dimes, and pennies. And I, <laughs> and I stopped her right there. I said, I'm sorry. I'm like, if I fucking worked here, I'd be like, sir, we're not doing that. You know, you, you come back with a more formidable way of giving me this money because I'm not going to sit here and have you count out. Okay, here's $1. That's, that's six dimes and, and four nickels and 10 pennies. No, we're, we're, we're not doing that. Either go cash it in roll it up do fucking something or get a job that those are your options I, there's no way we're doing that I'm, I'm sorry i just i don't know maybe it's just me but you know what i don't know i get it maybe I, like alcoholics or alcoholics i mean it is what it is but to sit there like you know you, when you're in a situation like that though where you have no goddamn money you know buy within your fucking means <laughs> you know because that's telling me that guy is spending his last money on a handle of fucking vodka and, and and not at all ashamed to go into a store like not with it rolled up not with it cashed in just loose like that to me was just like whew, you take you take trash to a whole new it's trash 2.0 i just don't know how people do it <laughs> i really don't but that is all i got for you guys this week and you know i i you know obviously have to shut the windows when i do this because of just the you know the noise that goes on out there i don't want that bleeding into the show but you know what's so weird man like i think it was like the last two days and 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 the weather apps well not that they're right have not reflected this anybody else having a problem this weekend with humidity i i am sweating like a hooker in church not right now per se but like for if for example yesterday right i, I was getting my hair cut and like she had to keep on like getting a towel out and like drying my fucking head because I was sweating my ass off. I'm like, what the fuck? So I got that going on right now. Like like I said, not right now because like you know, but it's like it's it's freaking hot and humid, but it's only like seventy degrees. I don't understand that, and it's not even really like high humidity season yet. Anyway, anybody has any answers on that? Please let me know. You know what I'm saying? I haven't made the decision. You guys are probably you. You guys probably heard the the Bud Light commercial that I did last week in the intro. I have another one in the holster, but I don't have it really arranged and put together yet. But again, I I just think that's going to be a fun way to open the show each week. And like I said, there's going to be repeats. I'm, I'm going to try to like you know just just bear with me as I start to put them together. But like you know, each week you might say like, "Ooh, is another one coming out?" Or what's going on? So stay tuned for that. And if you need to get a hold of me, Christian at the CRodPodcast.com. You can get me on Facebook Messenger or you can text or call me if you have my number. And as always, the C Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced 
by yours truly. And I just wanted to give a quick report on that. I uh, actually was surprised to find out that I didn't get any anti-Semitic emails from that Eisenberg's bit that I did the other week. <laughs> I thought I was going to hear some shit for that. And I did go back and listen to him. I'm like, I didn't really fucking say anything wrong. You know, my buddy Tony was asking me about that. He's like, did you get any anti-Semitic emails yet? I'm like, no. <laughs> but it is what it is. Until next week, this is Christian Rodriguez saying, be awake, not woke, beat your fucking kids, take care.